Hey, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. I just want to say thank you for joining us here online. It is our prayer today that today's message would be helpful and meaningful to your life. If you're in the South Atlanta area, I would personally like to invite you to come to one of our three services on Sunday at 9 a.m., 10.30 a.m., and 12 p.m. We're located at 4401 Highway 155 North in Stockbridge, Georgia. You may visit our website for more information at sccview.net. Again, that's sccview.net. Thanks again for listening. I hope that you have a wonderful day. Well, good morning, everybody. It's so good to see you today. We're so glad that you're here today. Today, I want to tell you, I want to ask this question just to see if I'm on the right topic. You know, so if I'm on the wrong topic, I may just leave and tell you to go home. You're like, yeah, right. Go ahead. I want to ask you this question. How many of you would like to have a happy Thanksgiving? Let me see your hands. Okay, okay, great, good. I'm going to stay then because that's about the majority of us, right? The reason I say that is because holidays can be very difficult at times. And, you know, it depends on what's going on in your life as to what, you know, you're thinking like, you know, this Thanksgiving is going to be the first one that Rhonda's ever spent it without her grandmother. She uh, actually passed away about a month ago. And so this will be the first Thanksgiving, so it's going to be a little bit weird, and it could be a little bit of a downer. And maybe, maybe you're, you, know, you have something like that going on in your life. Maybe you, know, maybe you could be going through a divorce, or maybe you could be, actually have a financial crisis that's going on. I don't know. You know maybe there, a child could an issue with a child or, you know, or a physical illness that is happening. Something's going on. And so because of that, you know, right now the holidays could not seem to be that great. Well, I want to change that today. I want to help you walk into this week uh, to where you can have a happy Thanksgiving. And so this morning I want to talk to you about four things that I think will help you do that. And so if you just go ahead and again on your outline, we'll fill this out. And I hope you'll keep it because I believe what we're going to say today is really going to help you. So let's just go and get started. Ready? The first thing I'd like you to write down is to how to have a happy Thanksgiving is number one is this, express gratitude to God. Would you write that down? Express gratitude to God. As you write that down, I just want to tell you that gratitude is not natural. Do you agree with that? I mean, it's just not natural to feel thankful. Now, I think that griping is natural, right? Complaining is natural. And so today, because griping is not, uh, or com <laughs> gratitude, let me get this right, because gratitude is not natural, we have to work on that. We have to choose to be grateful, even to Almighty God. And so today, I want to help you with that. Now, this is why I want to tell you it's so important to be grateful to God and express thanks to God, is because the moment that you begin to express thanks to God, all of a sudden, your world gets a little bit brighter, when you begin to tell God thank you and you begin to express God, thank you to God, all of a sudden hope comes shining into your situation. And so the benefit is this, is that when you begin to thank God for who he is and you begin to thank him for all his blessings, all of a sudden something inside of you gets lifted up. And it's, it's a secret that you may not know and you may think that, you know, this praise stuff and, and thankfulness and stuff is, you know, for other people. No, it's for you. It benefits you. I can tell you this, the key to not becoming overwhelmed by all that's going on in your life is this, is to become so aware of what God has already done for you. 
When you begin to thank God for all that He's already done for you, then guess what? It gives you the courage and the faith, and it gives you the, the, the faith to believe that He's going to do something greater in your future. You know, one of the greatest things in my life is when I begin to get down is I start just making it, taking an inventory of what God has already done in my life. Let me ask you something. Has God ever done anything for you? If so, would you just raise your hand that God has done something for you? Okay, that's all of us. So, so right now, I'm talking to you. Is that, you know, is that you can begin to express that. You begin to thank God for that. And so, look what the Bible says. The Bible says this in Psalms 100 uh, and verse 4. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Would you just circle thanksgiving and praise? And then just draw a line between those two. Because giving thanks to God and praising God go hand in hand. He said, enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise, and give thanks to him and praise his name. Now, I want to tell you a secret that I'm about to give you, and it's on your outline. It's coming up on the screen as well. And look with it. Would you just read out loud this with me? You ready this statement? You ready? When my praise goes up, my stress goes down. Come on, one more time. You ready? When my praise goes up, my stress goes down. Now, I'd like you to just set your outlines down just a second. Because I'm going to help you with something. I'm going to teach you. You know, the more, the more uh, senses that we use, the more we get something. And you're going to need this. Because you're going to get stressed out. Because there's some people coming to your house for Thanksgiving you don't like. All right? We'll talk more about that later, right? Okay, so they're going to see you praising God more than ever before. They're going to be like, man, this person likes spiritual, aren't they? They don't know what's going on. You ready? So I want you to do your hands with me like this. Ready? Come on. When, when my praise goes up, my stress comes down. Now, let's do it a little louder. You ready? When my praise goes up, my stress comes down. So you're going to be in traffic. I know. You're going to be sitting on 285. You're going to go, oh, my praise goes up, my stress comes down. Just make sure you're stopped, all right, when you do that. Uh, but seriously, so that is on your island. That is so true. I can't. Listen, I'm telling you, it's, it's the best thing that you can do for high blood pressure in the moments of crisis, okay? Is that you find that place and you do go there. So when my praise goes up, my stress goes down. And that's why it's important to be a Christ follower. I know there's some of you here today that may be here and you've not crossed that line yet of following Jesus as your Savior. And I want to encourage you to take that step on this Thanksgiving week and watch what He will do inside of you. And if you can make yourself better, you'd already be better. And so today I challenge you. There's a prayer inside of your program that you can pray that will lead you in that direction. And the only thing I ask you to do is check it on this connection card. On the back of it, it says, I'm praying the prayer to become a Christ follower. Please do that so we can pray for you. Okay, number two. Are you ready? Number two. So number one is express gratitude to God. Number two is express gratitude to others. Would you write that down? To others. I'm going to let you write that down, and then I want to share something with you. I'm, I'm a, I want everyone's attention, so if you just look at me when you get done, so I'll know you're done. I want to tell you something here. Never, ever, ever assume that someone knows the feeling of gratitude that you have for them. Never assume that. You see, I think we make the mistake in our, in our culture today is that we have a moment that we, when someone does something, says something, do we have a moment that we just feel like we have a good feeling toward them, a, a sense of, that we're grateful for them, 
but somehow it gets stuck in our, in, our, in our minds and in our hearts, but it doesn't come out of our mouth. Now, let me just tell you the definition of stupid, okay? Let me just go ahead and tell you that. If you look up the, if you look up the word stupid, the definition that you're going to find is this. Well, I told her when we got married that I loved her, and if I ever changed my mind, I'd tell her. Now, that is, if you want to find stupid, that's stupid right there, okay? I'm going to tell you. Stupid is and stupid does. That, that's stupid. And so I just want you to know, unexpressed gratitude is no gratitude at all. You know, you, you and I, if we're, going to be, if we're going to have a happy Thanksgiving, why not go ahead and say what you feel? Instead of making someone guess how you feel about them, why don't you tell them, listen, that made me feel good. You make me feel good. I'm glad that you're my mom. I'm glad that you're my dad. I'm glad that you're my, you're my child. I'm glad that you're my husband, my wife, my boyfriend, my girlfriend. I'm glad that you're my friend. I thank you for being that. When you begin to express gratitude, it grows and it flows. It grows and it flows. Look what the Bible says. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 16, it says, Rejoice always, pray continually, and give thanks in what? All circumstances. Would you just circle that word all? Matter of fact, just go ahead and circle the word in as well, in all. For this is God's will for you. Now notice this, what he says. He said, give thanks in all circumstances, not for all. There's a big difference. You know, there's never, listen, when I'm going through a very difficult time, just like you, when you go through difficult times, there's not one time that I say, God, thank you that I got this horrible situation going on in my life. Thank you for it. Unless I'm being sarcastic. You ever been sarcastic with God like that? It's scary, isn't it? <laughs> Ooh, did I just say that? Oh, God, I'm sorry. You know what I, uh, you know what I mean. But there's times, you know, so, but I want you to know, I've, I've never been in a, in a horrible situation and, and said, God, thank you for this. But what I, what I have learned to do and what I'm challenging you to do is to have a happy Thanksgiving is thanks God in all circumstances. In all, not for all, but in all. When you're going through it, why? Because when your praise goes up, what? Your stress comes down, right? And so learn to thank God even in those circumstances and those difficult times that you may have. Now, this is what I want to share with you. I got another thought coming up on the screen here. I put it up for you. Matter of fact, I got a lot of these today. I had a great week this week. I had a lot of good thoughts. That doesn't happen to me that often. <laughs> okay, never mind. It's okay to laugh. Would you read this with me? You ready? Let's read it. It's on the screen. A thankful heart is a heart that is... Let's do it one more time. You ready? A thankful heart is a heart that is healing. Do you know that? In your relationships, you know that. I can tell you this, that I've, I've told you many times as our church here this before. But I can tell you that uh, in Ron and I's marriage, if you say, Jeff, what is the, what's the best thing that you guys have done in the last four years in your marriage? And I'll tell you this. Is that at night before we go to sleep, the last thing I'll do is I'll reach over and I'll take her hand. And I will ask God to bless her. And I will, you know, this prayer becomes a prayer of gratitude where I just thank God for her. And just about every night, there may be one or two nights that that don't happen, but just about every night I do that. And guess what? After I do that, she does the same for me. She'll begin to say, God, thank you for Jeff and so forth. And I used to think, you know, wow, man, something's happened. Like Rhonda and I, you know, we've noticed that our discussions have went down. 
Okay, you get what I'm talking about, like discussions that you could hear each other across the, the house, you know? All right. those, those is when we were angry at each other. I've noticed that that has went down severe. We hardly ever have. We still have them occasionally. Okay, we're still normal. But they've gone down significantly. And I thought, why is that? If, man, prayer is like powerful. It's like, wow. But guess what? More than anything else over the prayer was the simple fact that every night, she was hearing me express gratitude to God for her. And every night I was, and I still am, hearing her express gratitude to God for me. Wherever there's a, when there's a grateful heart, there's a healing heart. Listen, it's hard to be hateful and grateful at the same time, isn't it? It's hard to be hateful and grateful. And so I just want to tell you, man, I challenge you to take a step to have a happy Thanksgiving and begin to share this gratitude with someone else. So my words of advice to you today are this, is, is a pastor who loves you. It's stop assuming. Stop assuming that your parents know how you feel. Stop assuming that your children know how you feel. Stop assuming that your spouse knows how you feel. Stop assuming that your friends know how you feel. Stop assuming that everyone knows how you feel and begin to express, I appreciate you. There's sometimes, you know what Rhonda does this to me. She'll say, Jeff, you a good man. When she does, I strut like a peacock. I am, on. And it does something, I mean, it just does something inside of me. Let me just, let me take a moment. Ladies, listen, let me help you. Treat your husband like a dog. Treat him like a dog. When they come in, just rub them on the head, you know. And then when they roll over, just rub their belly a little bit, you know. Rub them, rub them real good. You know, they hop up, get close to you, grab a little cheek, say, oh, you mama's little boy, you, you, you my sweetheart, blah, 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 you know. And guess what they will do? They'll run around the yard and do all kinds of things. They'll pick up sticks. They'll do whatever. Just treat them like a dog. <laughs> There's a lot of truth to that, isn't there? Yes, sir. Make sure they got water and never mind. Gratitude. Gratitude is what we're talking about here. And unexpressed gratitude is no gratitude at all. It's what, if you feel it and you don't say it, it's no good. It's no good. You see, as a pastor, I do many funerals. And as, I'm, as I go and meet with the family, I listen to them say how much they appreciate this person. And you know what's going through my mind? Is did they know it? Did, they, did this person who, who has left this earth, did they know it? Are they saying it all now? Don't wait to somebody's funeral. Let's have a happy Thanksgiving. Why don't you even start right now? Today, why don't you start expressing gratitude? You know what you can do today? 
Today, before you leave here today, you can find someone to say, listen, I just want to tell you thank you. Maybe it's a greeter that when you come in the door every week, they're there to shake your hand. Why don't when you go today, before you leave today, why don't you shake their hand and say, thank you for, for welcoming me every week. Maybe it's the nursery worker that's back there that's keeping your child. Maybe you want you to say, thank you so much for keeping my child. The preschool worker or the kids' church worker or the check-in worker or the person in the parking lot. Why don't today, before you leave, Say, say, listen, I appreciate you. Or maybe it's the person you sit beside every week that comes over and goes out of their way to come and shake your hand. Why don't you today, before you leave today, why don't you try this gratitude? I have as the next step on your connection card, I'd like for you to check the box. It says, I will express gratitude to someone today. Someone today. Would you check that box with me? We want to pray that you will fulfill your obligation. Okay, number three. You ready? Number three is choose the attitude of gratitude. Choose the attitude of gratitude. I have found this to be so true. There are two types of attitude that you're going to be tempted to have. One is one of gratitude, which is a good one, but the other one is the is the attitude of entitlement. You know what entitlement says? Entitlement says, you owe me. You know, you are to be good to me because I'm your wife, because I'm good to you. You look at your kids and say, say, you ought to be good because I'm good to you. So all of a sudden we're saying, you owe me. We talk a lot about this at SEC. And that's the attitude of entitlement. In other words, I'm entitled to this. I I I shouldn't expect this from you. And when you move from entitlement, when you move from gratitude to entitlement, all of a sudden you begin to get this negative attitude. Look what the Bible says. The Bible says this in 2 Timothy 3. Get your pen ready. I want you to circle a couple words. He says, you must understand this in the what? Last days. Would you circle that in the last days? There will be violent periods of time. People will be selfish and lovers of money. They will brag, be arrogant, and use abusive language, they will curse who? Their parents. Now read what's underlined out loud. You ready? Show no gratitude. Have no respect for what is holy. Would you just circle the word last days and draw an arrow down to show no gratitude? The Bible said this would be the culture that we would live in in the last days, is that there would be, people would be like this. And I just ask you, I mean, doesn't this resemble our culture today that nobody's thankful for anything? I mean, it's like you owe me. Everybody owes me. It's this this sense of entitlement that sort of swept across our land and our world. But I want you to know this is not a new attitude. This is an old attitude. I want to tell you, our grandparents had a problem with this. You know, your grandparents and mine, Adam and Eve, by the way, we're all related don't you know, we all, we all related. It all goes back there. Somewhere down our family tree, we come together, all right? And so what I want to tell you is this, is that from Adam and Eve, you know, remember how the story in the very beginning, the Bible says that God created this heaven and earth that was so wonderful and beautiful. He created Adam and he created Eve, and there they are living in this wonderful garden. Everything's perfect, right? I mean, like, it's like, God, thank you. This is a gift. It's beautiful. Lord, we don't even, you know, the fruit just grows. We don't even have to work the soil. Everything grows. It's just wonderful. 
But God had one tree, one tree in the garden. He said, listen, don't touch that tree. And guess what? After a while, they said, hey, no problem, God. We, we're so thankful for this 99.9% of all the stuff we get, to, we get to be around. Oh, don't worry about that. And then guess what? Over time, their attitude moved from gratitude that this is a gift from God to all of a sudden, a sense of entitlement. And that sense of entitlement began to lead them. And all of a sudden, what was a gift become, you owe me, God. Listen, you owe us. We should have that tree, too. We're taking care of this garden, God. You see how it moved from gratitude to entitlement? You say, Pastor Jeff, how do I know when I'm moving from, from gratitude to entitlement? I'll tell you how. When you begin to change some words out, remember, remember how that, you know, when, when you were maybe, uh, maybe you got your first job, and you're like, you know what? Hey, I get to go to work tomorrow. I got a job. I get to go to work. That's gratitude. I get to. Oh, that's awesome. And then over a short period of time, I got to go to work tomorrow. See what happened to that? Gratitude, I get to. Entitlement, I got to, right? Remember, remember like, you know, oh, you know, hey, remember, maybe you, you remember and you had children and, and, and like your wife was expecting or you were expecting a child and then all that, you know, it's like, hey, we're getting, we're going to have a child. We're getting to have a child. It's awesome. And then guess what? You, after they're born, you know, and there's five or six years have passed, I got to go get that child. You know, isn't it amazing? How that we can take the simple things in life that we, that's a privilege. It's a privilege. Listen, it's a privilege. I get to go to work every day. It's a privilege. It's a privilege you get to go to work. And it's amazing how that you've been out of work. You know, we went through a financial crisis in our, as a nation, and many of you were out of work. And you know what? You didn't have a job. And guess what? You got a job, and you're doing pretty good. But you know what? That first day back, I get to go. I get to go. I got a job. My bills will be paid. Hallelujah. But now, after a year or so, bad, I got to go. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I get to talk to you today. Let me tell you something, it's never I got there. I tell our staff, I tell our other, other uh, teaching pastors, I say, listen, the day that you say to me, I got to preach this Sunday is the day you no longer preach at this church. You know, it's a, it's a privilege to stand before you. It's an honor. Listen, you drove today. You set alarms. You did a lot of things to get here today. I want to tell you something. I am thankful to you. I am appreciative to you. I get to talk to you. I get to tell you about God today. And I am so thankful for that. It's never I got to. It's never I got to preach to you. It's never I've got. It's I get to. Because I love you. I don't want my I get to to turn into a I got to. The day that it turns in my heart that I got to do this is the day that I'll be out the door. Because you see, you can never ever, you can never ever give to people when you think they owe you. Amen? Amen. We have to change that attitude. Number four, would you write this down? Use your words to appreciate people. Use your words to appreciate people. You know your words have value. 
your words can either value people or devalue people. Years ago, you may not know this, but uh, when our church was really smaller, I did something. Uh, I sold cars to, uh, to help my income. And so I found that there's a little tool you could use called the Kelly Blue Book. And what I would do is I would go to that, when I would go to buy a car, I would open up that book and I would look and find the value of that car because I could not pay retail if I was going to resell it and, and make any income. So I had to find the value of that car. You know how the people around you found their value? In your words. You see, either you're appreciating that person, that means you're raising their value, or you're depreciating that person and you're taking down their value by what you say or what you say. And this Thanksgiving, folks, you got people coming to your house or you're going there and you're going to be around some people you don't like. Okay, don't look at me like that. Let's just face it, that's the way it is, isn't it? I mean, sometimes don't you scratch your head and ask yourself, why in the world did my family have to marry into this? Don't you, I mean, do you say stuff like that sometimes. You know, why, why did they have to do that? Why did they have to bring this person in? It? What, was, what was they smoking, you know? Oh, I know that sounds bad. He's a horrible pastor. Yes, I am, because I have those thoughts too. I mean, listen, let's just face it. Aren't there some people, I mean, aren't there some people that you're going to be around this week that you've got to already start thinking about what you're going to say? Because if you don't think about it, you're going to say something, you're going to be like, you know what, you're a jerk. You was born a jerk, you've always been a jerk, and you're just jerky. You're a jerk. I mean, like, mine starts tonight. I mean, like, I, I, we got a family meal tonight, and it will start tonight. And I'm already thinking, I've got to start thinking about it, because there's some people that when they just show up, it just sort of rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, do you, you ever feel that? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, they have been proven to be a jerk, all the, and so they haven't changed over the last, you know, so many Thanksgiving, and I know that if I don't go ahead and prepare my mind right now, I'm going to say something that's going to be really bad, and I'm supposed to be the pastor. Oh, I thought you were the pastor. Well, you thought wrong. <laughs> right now, I am your whatever. I'm not going to say. Because words matter, right? And so I have to th- I say, God, now, Lord, please help me when, when this person comes in the door. Help me, God, to have a good attitude, Lord, an attitude of gratitude. I don't know why my relatives did this, but they're here in our family, and God, help me. And so, Lord, let me, let me say some things that will be life-giving. And, Lord, when they say stupid things that rubs me the wrong way, dear God, Lord, you know, you know inside how I'm like about to go to pieces. But, Lord, let your Holy Spirit power just come down right like a mighty wind. Lord, let it blow and let it blow. And let, me just, let my lips be sealed, oh God. Don't, don't let me say anything, Lord. Let me get out of there without anything. Amen. Now, you're laughing at me, but you got some too, right? And so what I'm telling you is that I've had to learn that my words will either devalue or value people. And so I have to ask God to help me. And that's what I want to tell you. And here's what I want to tell you. Here's another SEC saying. Well, let me give you this. Proverbs 14, uh, 15 and 4 says this. Gentle words, gentle words cause life and what? Now let's read this out loud, the rest of you. Ready? Griping brings. You agree with that? Let me tell you. Oh, look at me. Oh, watch this. Here's a good one. Watch this. Do you know that complaining 
is like bad breath. You don't ever notice it until it comes out of somebody else's mouth. Mm, I should have put that on the screen, shouldn't I? You was going to send that to somebody, wasn't you? That's right. Complaining is like bad breath. You don't notice it until it comes out of somebody else's mouth. And let me tell you something. If you're a griper and a complainer, people running from you. Use your words to encourage and to lift up. Lift people up. On the screen, this is what we say at SEC. Look at this. If you don't like what you are seeing in others, then watch what you're saying to others. Because many times you're a prophet as to what they're becoming. You know, if you're the, if you're the person that nags all the time, you say, you never do this, you never do that, you're always doing this, you're always doing that. Guess what they do? They do what you always say. And if you're saying you're always doing this, guess what? They're doing what you always say. Why don't you be a prophet in the good instead of being a prophet to the bad? And begin to say good things. It can change your life. Yet yeah, SEC, we say, if you don't like what you're seeing, watch what you're saying. If you don't like what you're seeing, watch what you're saying. I've, been, I've come aware to this because, remember, your words add value or devalue people. So if you're going to have a happy Thanksgiving, and it's amazing, when you begin to lift others up, like when you begin to lift God up, you get lifted up. I would tell you a lot of you would have better days if you could learn to do this, if you could learn to choose your words, lift people up. Learn to lift them up. And as you do, it lifts you up. As you, like God, it lifts you up. You know, uh, something I've become aware of a long time ago is that some of the first words that we teach our children after mommy and daddy are thank you. You don't believe, just think about this. Remember, like, I don't know, maybe you've experienced this before, but like there's been, a, there's been times that I have been like around a, a young couple that's got a baby, and maybe their baby, you know, drops a, their pacifier on the floor. And they would pick that, you know, and I would pick that pacifier up, and the baby is like, what, six months old, I don't know, you know, four to six months old. And I would take that, and the parent would wipe that pacifier, and as I'm handing that pacifier to them, the parent would say, look at the child who's like four to six months old, and say, what do you say? I'm like, I'm ready for this. <laughs> and, and, and the child can't, the goo 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 I, you know, what is, what, is, what is it going to, four months old, what is it going to say? But they will take the pacifier and they would do it. What do you say? And guess what? The child can't say anything, but then the parent will say, you say thank you. It's one of the, it's one of the first things we teach our children, right? Say thank you. When someone, give, someone gives your kid, comes up, says, hey, you want some candy? They give them candy, you know, and they're not a stranger, okay? No stranger danger. But a relative, you know, gives your, gives your kid something. You know, you say, well, what do you say? You do, what do you say? And your kid has to, and if they don't say anything, they go, what do you say, child? Oh, thank you. What do you, what do you, you say thank you, right? You say thank you. Let me ask you a question. What do you say that the God of heaven gave you breath in your body this morning and you was able to get out of bed? What do you say? What do you say? 
What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? That you had enough strength today and the physical ability to get yourself dressed. And you're in your right mind today. What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? That you have a roof over your head. You have food in your stomach. What do you say to the God who created you? What do you say? I'll tell you what I say today. As I was able to get up this morning early and I began to think about coming and talking to you. When I think about you and the privilege I have today, as I was praying this morning, I said, God, thank you. I get to pastor the best church in the world. I say, thank you. When I woke up this morning and I looked at that woman who's lived with me for almost 30 years, put up with all my junk, I looked at her, and as she was walking across, I said, thank you, God. Thank you. When I went into my closet and was able to pull out some clothes, and and they didn't have holes all in them, I, I said, thank you, God. When I got into my automobile and I turned the switch on, it fired up this morning. I was driving here today. I want to tell you, what did I I said, thank you, God. Don't you think it's time that we stop complaining and whining and it's time for us to say we are blessed people. God has blessed us more than we deserve and we ought to say what? We ought to say thank you. Thank you. Because he's a good, good father. Amen? Would you stand with me now? This morning, I'm going to pray for you. And my prayer today as we begin to sing this song, maybe you've never sung, sung out loud in your life, but today I'm going to ask you to lift your voices and your hands, and I'm going to ask you, when this song gets to that part that says, it's who you are, I'm praying that you will sing it with all your heart because he's a good, good God. Amen? Heavenly Father, right now, as we come before you, we say thank you. Thank you, God, that you've given us breath today. Thank you, God, that you've provided for us. Oh, Lord, we're here. You've given us our daily bread today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And today, God, we declare that this year be a happy Thanksgiving. It's not going to be about what everybody else does, oh God. It's about what you've already done for us, oh Lord. And we say thank you. Nobody's raining on our parade this year, oh God. No matter who they are, what they've done, what they do, we're going to have a thankful heart and we're going to declare this Thanksgiving a happy Thanksgiving because we all we got to say, God, is thank you. Come on, on the count of three, I want you to shout out, thank you, God. One, two, three. Come on, do it again. One, two, three. Come on, one, two, three. Thank you, God. Come on, sing it with us.
Hi, this is Pastor Jeff again. I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support God's work through Stockbridge Community Church, simply go to our website at secview.net. Again, that's secview.net and click the Give tab. We want to thank you again for being with us today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.